to all. I dream of the day that the Rockhampton Assembly looks like this. And all the people said, uh, God is good. If you've never heard of Rockhampton, we're in central Queensland. A small group there, we've got nine. We've got a few folk down the road in Gladstone, another 12 or so there. And then we've got three people that Zoom further north in Mackay. And then we have a number of people out in what we call the outback that does zoom into our meetings as well. So just a little bit about Rocky. Uh, the God's power is always tremendous. He's fantastic, he's faithful, he's reliable, he's good, and he's clean. And God is good. We've had a number of people over the last 12 months uh, go through cancer journeys of different types. Uh, those folk never really missed any meetings. They still do all the work that they do, setting up the hall. They get there early and set the hall up, our sister Shirley. I see it just, I never missed a beat. Her hair might have fallen out and she wore a wig, but she never, ever stopped her service to the Lord. That's a tremendous inspiration, isn't it? It's good. Our brother John, he's there somewhere, went through a similar journey and the same thing. Just never missed a beat in the Lord at every outreach, every talk. When he came to Rockhampton, I said, oh, you're on the talk next week, brother. He said, I don't do talks. I said, you don't live in Adelaide now. <laughs> Welcome to a small assembly. As I got, he's really good. We had a healing from our assembly in Gladstone, a couple there, a sister Candy. Uh, many of you would know her. Her skin looked like she got painted with lava, and uh, that's what it looked like. It was red, bright red. It was incredibly itchy. It was bumpy. I was so sore when I drove down to pray for her, I couldn't lay hands on her. The pain was too intense. I don't think I've ever seen skin that looked like that before. But through ongoing praying and fasting, uh, she's now better. And that's great. And all the people said... Her husband, Wes, many of you would know Wes, diagnosed with Crohn's disease. That's one of those ones that strikes fear into the heart of men. And I know people through work that have had it and their life is almost to the point of unbearable. Uh, Wes was diagnosed. He had symptoms and bleeding. He rang. Uh, we prayed and fasted. He went to the doctor and they were just totally amazed. They couldn't find anything. So they questioned him and said, well, who actually diagnosed you? It was the leading Crohn's guy in Australia. So they had to go back for a checkup. This is just recently. And the doctor said, your gut is in pristine condition. But that's a fairly high rating, isn't it? That's as good as you'll ever get. That's like brand new. Photographic evidence of all of this. And that's what God's doing. This is what God does. This is your God. This is my God. And he works in incredible ways. So that's our little area there. Uh, the workout west, you may have heard some bits about it. Not a history tonight, but some of the healings that have happened. Uh, two sisters, Vicky and Jenny, came over from Clurry and Bullia. He's probably thinking, where is Bullia? That's about 350k south of Mount Isa. They got sent to Townsville with one of their daughters. 
who was mentally wrecked, and uh, these communities, uh, to put this in context, are absolutely riddled with drugs, with alcohol, with violence, with crime, with witchcraft, and promiscuity. It's just you can't imagine society functioning at all in this state. This young woman was taken to hospital. Uh, Vicky and Jenny went to the op shop. They had no money. They are very, very poor people. They went to the op shop. They met the brethren. You know what happens next. They get witnessed to. They get baptised. They get filled with the Holy Spirit. Pastor Chris prays for the girl. She's healed and released from hospital. She goes back out to Mount Isa and things are happening. The testimony starts to get sounded out through the community. Vicky, uh, Rain, we kept in contact with Vicky. She said, come out. I've got some family here. Uh, before we went out, her brother, Grant, was diagnosed with life-ending cancer of his throat from his stomach all the way through. The doctor said, right, you will, pack your bag, go to Townsville, we'll chop out what we can, but it's game over. There's not much we can do for you. So Grant rang me. Why did Grant ring? Why did he ring? Because he was moved to hope by the testimony. He was moved to hope. He was in a hopeless circumstance and he was moved to hope that maybe this God that I'm hearing about can do something for me. So he rang and he said, I'm dying of cancer and I need prayer to be healed. I said, dying of cancer is the least of your worries. You need to be born again. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to get yourself right with God. So that's where we spent most of our half-hour conversation and then we just had a little prayer on the end that God could fix his cancer for him. A few weeks later, we went out to Cloncurry for a second trip. We baptised Grant. I think there's a slide somewhere. That's the road to Bulya. So if you're looking for a really exciting drive, don't go there. <laughs> that is not the road you're looking for. But uh, that's where a lot of these folk come from. It's a little town, 400 people, like I say, very much south of Mount Ida. The next one, please. That's Valerie, Vicky's mum, in her 80s, baptised, not spirit-filled yet, but will be soon when we go back out to catch up with her. She got baptised on the day in Vicky's yard. That's Vicky's house there. One more. Uh, that's Vicky's husband, Danny. One more. So that's Grant. So he got baptised in Cloncurry in the yard there. I rang probably a week later to find out how they were going, just as a follow-up phone call, as you do. Uh, when the phone got answered, all I could hear was people yelling, and I do mean yelling, Hallelujah, praise the Lord, it's a miracle. And I said, I'm on the phone waiting for someone to talk to me, but no one was. <laughs> they just kept yelling, and I mean yelling. These people were excited, yelling. And then eventually after about, it was probably about a minute, someone said, oh, has anyone told Ian yet? And I'm thinking, no. <laughs> so they said, Grant's just been through the cancer finder tube thingy. Not one cell in his entire body. 
God is good. And all the people said, completely and absolutely healed of cancer. So now the message starts to go out a bit quicker. They got a phone call from another community. Uh, They said, well, we've never heard this doctrine before. We've never seen things like this before. Come and preach to us. That was Dajara. I don't think Dajara was on there. Next one. That's Longreach. It was a meeting we had there. We had two people there, receive the Holy Spirit, get baptised. One of them, Charmaine, which I think is the next slide. She she received the Holy Spirit like an atomic bomb. That is the loudest noise I've ever heard of someone receiving the Holy Spirit. Everybody else in the yard was nearly scared to death. (laughs) And her son in the next one, Rico, 11, fluent in tongues. God is good, and all the people said. He's working a great work. He's performing miracles, and he's doing great things. Now the testimony went out to Dajara, I think maybe the next slide. That's the meeting in Dajara in their town hall. When we first went there, we sort of caught up with the folk, we'd organised it all. One person turned up in the hall, and I thought, hallelujah, one's better than none. And then eventually we had about 30 people, that's before the rest of them got there. Two things that they said, we've never heard this doctrine before. And yet all the churches, all the churches, every church, including all the Pentecostal churches, they'd been out there and done their time in the town. And yet these folk had never heard that they could get filled with the Holy Ghost. They'd never heard it before. And the other question I asked was, how do we know you'll come back? Because no one else ever has. That's a sad indictment on society today, isn't it? They go there to look good. We are not going there to look good. And all the people said, I'm going to have a look. We're not going there to look good. We're going there to introduce the power of the living God. They had 15 baptisms there. At the end, everybody was going home. A few people, a lady and a mother brought this young girl, and I'm guessing about eight-year-old. She had a speech impediment, a hearing impediment, and a heart impediment. And she just came quietly and said, can you pray for my daughter? I said, of course. I said, when I pray, say hallelujah, which means praise the Lord. The young girl spoke fluently in tongues. God's good. The young girl now is a a lot better. So from the phone call, she's a lot better. We'll catch her up when we go out. So as the word continued to travel, uh, we got a phone call from a lady on a station, so if you think Bull is remote, uh, no, this station that this girl was on is remote. It's like a couple of hundred miles into the Simpson Desert, remote. And there is no more tar. So we're talking really remote. Uh, This young girl had been laying in bed for a long time. She hadn't been out of bed. Her mother thought she was death's bed. This was her last stint of life. They couldn't see anything that was going to help. They'd done all the witch doctor stuff. They'd done all that, nothing. Uh, She was dying. She heard the testimony. She was moved 
to hope and all the people's there. If you know sick people, pray for them. Pray for them. Start the cycle. Start the cycle. Just takes one to start a cycle. This is who we are. This is our commission. So this lady rang and said, can you help me? And I said, well, God can help anyone, anywhere, anytime, out of anything. That's true, isn't it? We can say that with confidence because we know our God. He lives in us. And so we spent a bit of time preaching the gospel to her. And then we started to pray. And we've heard this testimony from a different person that knows everybody that was at, the, at this place. And they said there was a number of men on the front veranda that were unbelievers, so they don't go to church or anything. And as soon as I started praying in tongues over the phone, they were on the veranda and they all jumped up and said, what has happened? And they were all looking at each other and saying, God's here. God is here. God is at our house tonight. These are people that don't go to church. So we prayed for the young girl. When we finished praying in the spirit, the young girl stepped out of bed and walked, and she's normal to this day. God is good, and all the people said, this is your God. This is our God. This is what he does. If you know sick people, be moved with compassion to pray for them because that one step will start a cycle and people will be moved to hope. They'll read. They'll talk. Incredible testimony, don't they? This is what the Lord does. You can ask my wife, I'm not the romantic. You probably never would have guessed that, but I'm not the romantic, I can tell you. But I took her out to tea a couple of weeks ago. Fish and chips on the beach. (laughs) My favourite. We just sat down, reached out for the first chip, and the phone rang. So what do you do? Do you take the phone call or do you eat tea? You take the phone call. God is more important to us than food. And all the people said, fast often. So it was uh, Sister Jenny on the phone, and she's talking to me, and there's all this noise in the background. I'm thinking, what is all this noise? I said, where are you? She said, in the lounge room. I said, what's all the noise? She said, that's all the people that are here to get prayed for. We're going to pass the phone around so you can pray for them all. Okay. I'm not hungry anymore. One of those ladies there hadn't walked for 12 years. She was crippled in the legs. And I, I, I'm not a doctor. All I know is she can't walk. That's all I've got to know. And all I've got to know else is she can walk when God heals her. That's all you've got to know. You don't got to know all the other stuff. So we prayed for her over the phone. I rang a few days later, and I said, how's the lady that couldn't walk? And she said, you wouldn't believe it. The next day she was up cleaning the house all over the place, walking as normal. Our God is a miracle-working God. But I praise the Lord. If you want to help with this work, I invite you to pray and fast that the Lord can raise up a leader from amongst their own people and that this work may prosper all over Australia and all the people there. Amen.